0: You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. You're listening to Episode 52, How to Teach Classroom Procedures. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know that this episode is the second episode in a three-part series about classroom procedures. So to learn about the why behind teaching classroom procedures, check out episode 51. Our young learners aren't yet readers, so therefore posters of written rules, schedules, procedures, they're all null and void. And to young children, these posters on the wall are just visual noise. But pictures, those are a different story. Young children can read pictures. So when it comes to helping young children learn about routines in the classroom, visuals are definitely the way to go. Several years ago, in my own classroom, I found a need for visual procedures. And so I created them, implemented them, and I am quite happy that I did. Because the benefits to visual procedure cards are huge. We talked all about those in episode 51. And I saw all those benefits when I implemented them myself. Plus, using visual cards has kept me from having to repeat myself so often and say that procedure over and over and over again. So we're going to talk about how to use visual procedure cards today, because in a way they feel almost a little magical. While creating procedure cards doesn't take a ton of time, there are some things that you're going to want to think about. So, first up, decide the places or, you know, times in your classroom that need procedure cards. In my classroom, I have visual procedure cards for arrival, bathroom, lining up, walking in the hall, sitting at the carpet, cleaning up toys the art easel, and packing up to go home. So basically any time in your day that could be chaotic and has a lot of steps is where you could look at putting in procedures. So I have cards for each procedure, obviously visual in nature, showing children what to do. And there's multiple cards in a set. So for example, for the lineup procedure, I have four different cards and I choose to display them vertically. You could also display them horizontally, but I choose to display them vertically. And the first card is just the title of lineup. The second card is listen for the lineup song. The third card is walk to a lineup spot. And the fourth card is stay in line and follow the teacher. So these all have pictures with them. And I put these in order and then I put that whole strip, that whole vertical strip of the four different cards up on the door so that when we are ready to line up, I have that visual in front of them. I also take that visual with me when we first line up. So I take it off the door and I hold it up and say, look, this is what we're going to do first. We're going to listen for the lineup song. Then we're going to go stand on a spot and I show them where the spots are. And then I explain to them that they're going to stay on their spot and walk behind that person in front of them. So then when we go to do it, they kind of already have this baseline of understanding. Do they always get it right? hundred percent the first try? No, not necessarily. Now for this one and for a lot of my procedures, I like to add in that audio component. So I am singing a song that triggers that procedure basically. And so they know, oh, I know what she wants me to do because they've learned this procedure. So as far as the cards themselves go, you could use an already made option, which I have available for you. And I'll leave in the show notes, or you could take pictures of your actual class completing the procedure, which is also really fun and obviously very personal. And I like to do them in card format, because that way, if you change your procedure or change, you know, a part of it, you can just cut it apart and attach it back together. I actually just did this for the beginning of this year. I wanted to add some more procedures into our morning routine. And not only do I use this procedure strip for kids in the morning, it's also to help their parents know where things go. So I wanted to be very clear and have all every single little tiny step laid out for parents as well as children. So I just took that procedure strip off the wall cut it apart and just use tape to add new. It really doesn't have to be hard, but I like doing it in the card format so that I can add or take away if need be. Also using the card format, you can decide whether you want to make your cards line up vertically or horizontally. And just a little quick side note here, while moving from left to right is pretty automatic for adults because we are already readers and we have already done things left to right when we're writing and things like that for most of our lives, it's not yet that automatic in children. So I like to display them vertically because top down does seem to make sense to them. If you do end up going with a horizontal setup, just be aware that you may have to also teach them the left to right, which can take some time. So once you have your procedure strips ready, make sure that they are somewhere where you can take them off the wall so that you can call attention to them as you're teaching them, but then also have a place that they live in the classroom. Make sure that you're hanging them low enough so that children can point and touch them as they work through that procedure. So like, for example, I have my arrival procedure strip just outside the classroom door because their cubbies are out there and so is their lunchbox spot and their coat hooks. So everything's outside of that door. So I make sure to have that procedure strip out there. It's not going to help them much if it's in the classroom when they're doing all their arrival stuff outside in the hallway. Also, the walk in a line I make sure those are on the back of my door so that I can have them right there when we are lining up. The cleanup procedure, I chose to put in the block center because that is where I was having the most trouble getting children to clean up. So you could also make multiple of them, right? You could duplicate the cleanup procedure and put them in multiple places if you're having trouble getting children to clean up in that area, because then you can walk it, through with them. Look, first we're going to collect these items. Look, then you're going to put them in the tub. So that can help as well. And just make sure you're putting them in places that make sense and are actually low enough for children to see and use. But just putting procedure cards on the wall and hoping for the best really isn't going to do any good without teaching them. This is the most important part. You must teach them the procedure. Yes, there are visuals. So yes, they may be able to figure out some steps, but really we're using those visuals as anchors for the things that you're telling them. So make sure that you're walking through each step and pointing out the picture. Make sure you're modeling the steps using real items so that they can take what they're seeing on that picture card and connect it with something real in the classroom. Also, use words like first, then, after, next, last. Yeah, we can slip in some sequencing in there as well. But helping our little ones really work through those procedures until they become so known that they don't need them anymore. Also, adding that song to a procedure can really help your auditory learners. And my kind of mixing the procedure cards and the auditory cue, we really are making it easier on ourselves as well. So then you're going to rinse and repeat. And I do want you to make sure you manage your own expectations here. Just because you teach your procedures once doesn't mean they're going to stick. We know how many times that children need to learn things before they stick. So it's important that we apply that to teaching procedures as well. Rinse and repeat and repeat and repeat because that is what they're going to need to go through these procedures. Also, side note, I keep these procedures up all year long. And if I find that a student needs a little redirection on like a particular procedure, we can walk through the cards together. Also, after you've come back from a long break, is a great time to take these back off the wall and really walk through them again. So that you are not having to constantly say, oh, wait, no, remember, we do it like this. Oh, you know, reteaching everything. You might as well just start off going, okay, I'm going to reteach the procedure. That way we don't have to go through all the steps of getting frustrated. And why aren't you doing it? And you already know how to do this. I'm just going to be proactive and reteach that procedure. So teaching procedures up front is hard work. It is not my favorite thing to do. I would much rather skip all of this fast forward and go to the easy breezy part when we've all got it down, but that is just part of the game. And so make sure you're managing your own expectations. Some years it feels like it takes forever to get our procedures down and and locked and ready. And other times it feels super easy. So just being okay with the idea that teaching procedures and really getting to that place may take different time for different teachers, may take different time for different classes. So being okay with that and giving yourself a little grace. If you keep with it, soon you're going to see your students moving themselves through these procedures with ease. And then we can really start planning and implementing all that amazing deep learning goodness, because we are all where we need to be. So if you've ever heard that phrase, go slow to speed up, that is where we're going here. We're going slow at the beginning, making sure that we set those foundations, and then we can speed up because from there it is all green light go. Stay tuned for the third episode in this classroom procedure series, where I share my top tips when it comes to implementing and teaching classroom procedures. So if you're ready to learn more about visual procedure cards that I use in my classroom, you can check out the show notes for a link at lovelycommotion.com slash episode 52. Keep being lovely. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely.